Welcome, this is Music 316 for Monday, the 2nd of November, 2009. We didn't have a podcast last Friday, but we are having them from today onwards. I got a, an email this weekend that I was expecting from a student in this class. I was expecting it because it's an annual event, and I hadn't told you when we were talking about the ancient Chinese civil service system and how they recruited um, people to come and be scholars and put them through this long education and exams and so on and promoted them to government jobs. But ever since the first class that they had thousands of years ago, somebody had asked the same question every year. Excuse me, Mr. Confucius, but could you tell me what's important for us to know for the exam? And Mr. Confucius answered just the way that every teacher has answered every year for the last 3,000 years, saying, everything is important. I don't waste my time or your time with stuff that isn't important. And the follow-up, of course, is always, yeah, but what's really important? What's going to be on the exam? And, of course, Mr. Confucius, being the wise man that he was, said, well, if I told you that, you wouldn't have to study most of the class material, would you? And it's all important. You should know all of it. So I'm sorry, I can't tell you that. You'll find out when you get the exam. And every year since then, for one, two, three thousand years, around this time of year, because it's Halloween, that same student rises up out of the grave. He wakes up from his long slumber and oozes out to the nearest phone. One of these years, he'll, he'll uh, steal a cell phone, and he won't even have to do that. He can just call from his comfortable grave, and he'll say, hey, hey, prof, can you tell me what's important to study for the exam? And that prof, whoever it is, after I've been dead for hundreds and thousands of years, will still answer back and give you the answer that uh, Mr. Confucius gave all those thousands of years ago. So I just want you to know that, but any other question that you have, I may be able to answer at the review on Thursday. Yes? Can you tell us the format of the exam? Yes, everything. It's a mixed format exam, and that means it will have probably some fill-in-the-blanks, but not too many, matching, True and false, multiple choice. Did I miss anything? There won't be any essay questions. It's too big a class for that. Um, but you might, might have to fill in the blanks and um, um, provide a, a couple, of, couple of items where you actually write a word rather than make a mark on the paper. Yes? Will we need a scan from No, you will not. Exams are the only things that we can still give you a handout for, so I'm not even going to require everybody to bring a laptop computer and a portable printer and print out the exams here in the classroom at the beginning from a website. We'll actually hand you pieces of paper with the questions on them and spaces for the answer. Well, I wonder how many more years we can get away with that. More questions? Well, I'm sure you'll have more questions on Thursday. Just very briefly, just as a heads up, this is a printout of the class website. If you haven't done so already, you should print that out. You can see different things. For instance, right here at the very beginning, newsflash, midterm exam delayed one week, and that's 
why we're delaying it till next week. It was supposed to have originally been today. So next week, probably Monday, stay tuned to make sure exactly which day it will be. October 7th, 2009, Music 316 class podcast. If you have missed the class and haven't yet listened to the podcast, do it. Don't wait till the last minute. Newsflash, no Thursday sections because of UW budget cuts. Yawn, so what else is new? If you'd been having Thursday sections, you would have had a lot of help from a TA. And so I'm sorry for that. But we have no control over that. Complain to the university. Complain to your state of Washington representatives and senators about the draconian cuts to, to UW budgets that have taken away many educational opportunities from you and will continue to take away more educational opportunities as we go into next year. Things will get worse. They won't get better. Now, if you look on what will probably be page two of your printout from the website, you see there's a course outline. The course outline says we will cover units on five main culture areas, East Asia, Southeast Asia, West Asia, and then midterm exam. There are two things that are important for you to know there. One is what do we cover before the midterm exam? Well, because we've lost so much time for sickness and other things during this part of the course, I have to move West Asia down to after the midterm exam. And that means that midterm exam will cover East Asia and Southeast Asia. What are East Asia and Southeast Asia? If you go down in the website, you find a section called study maps. And you can click and download this study map of Asia. And you see right here, primary culture and music culture areas of Asia. Inner and North Asia is a gray, light gray shaded area. And that includes the interior of Asia, also known as Central Asia, and North Asia, most of it being consisting of Siberia, up here in the top. All of this light gray area is Inner and North Asia in terms of the music and culture that are found there. West Asia has this kind of diagonal slanting down and to the right, and that includes basically everything west of India and Pakistan over here. And we should actually call this Southwest Asia because the western part of this Asia up here is, uh, is western Siberia. But we usually just refer to this area here as West Asia. This is the area that other people in past generations have referred to as the Middle East or the Near East. And one reason that we've stopped doing that is because nobody is sure where the Near East ends and the Middle East begins. And so West Asia is a more exact name. It refers to the western part of Asia, or at least to the southwestern part of Asia. But there's something here that could screw you up. And that is, if you look at the shading on the map, the lines that go this way, left to right, top to bottom, you see that they extend not only across Afghanistan, Iran, Turkey, Iraq, Arabia, and so on, but they also shade over into Africa, the northern part of Africa. Why? Because, guess what? The music and culture of North Africa 
are very similar to the music and culture of West Asia. And that is because they're part of the Islamic world that was added to the Islamic world very early in the history of Islam. They had heavy immigration of Arab people from West Asia, and so all the way across North Africa from Egypt over through um, Libya and Tunisia and um, over to uh, Morocco and the West, that whole strip of North Africa is part of the Middle Eastern or the quote-unquote Islamic or more exactly perhaps the Arab cultural world, the area that is inf strongly influenced by Arab culture and music, the Arabic language and Arabic music. So that's why we include this part of Africa in our West Asia part, part of the class. South Asia is, guess what, here in the south part of Asia, and it covers the Indian subcontinent, this triangle that sticks down here, as well as adjoining nations, the island nation of Sri Lanka, Pakistan, Nepal, and over here, Bangladesh. Those are South Asia. And then over to the right of it, Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia, with the diagonals slanting the other way, downwards from right to left, including Burma, Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia, Malaysia, and out here, the islands of Indonesia and the Philippines. That's Southeast Asia. And then finally, East Asia is guess where? Over here in the east, and that's what we've been listening to music of so far, of China, Korea, and Japan. You will have to know those culture areas for the midterm and the final exams, and so you can study all of those. You don't have to know every country that's on the map. Yeah? What are we going to start on Southeast Asia? I'm sorry? What are we going to start on Southeast Asia? We're going to start on Southeast Asia probably tomorrow. Now, we just cut West Asia out of the midterm exam. That means we have to squeeze in West Asia, South Asia, and Inner and North Asia before the final. So that makes the midterm a little easier and the final a little bit harder. That may or may not be helpful to you in the long run. I don't know, but it's something that we can't avoid doing at this point. So that's what we're going to cover in the midterm. Now, if you go farther down in the syllabus, you see a list of seven class CDs. The listening examples it tells you and the requirements are available through UW Libraries streaming media. If you haven't started listening to those yet, and I, always, I know there will always be a few who don't start um, until the last minute. Sorry, guys, you're out. But um, have fun trying to make it at this point. Well, maybe if you started right now when you walk out of class today, um, you'll have a, a snowball's chance in hell of passing. But um, better get going on it fast. CDs, one through seven. Here's CD reading. Here are listening examples. Listening example handouts are here on this page of the handout. You can click and download all of these handouts. There are, for the midterm, CD1, East Asia, China. CD2, East Asia, Korea, and Japan. CD3, Southeast Asia. 
These are the CDs that you need to study for this exam. CDs one, two, and three. Somebody wants to know what kind, which examples on the CDs you need to study. For CD one, you need example one, example two, example three. Let's see what comes after three. Oh, I didn't know that. Example four, example five, and example six. The handout also has the eight sounds, the eight different kinds of musical instruments. You should study those too. Then we're studying CD2, East Asia, Korea, and Japan. And so far, we've had example one, example two, including 2A and 2B. We haven't gotten to example three or four. This was all part of example two with the notation. We haven't gotten to example five, six, or seven on here. So if we were going to have the exam right now, we would only be listening, or we would only be testing on examples one and two, but we're not gonna have the exam right now. So stay tuned, I will let you know how many examples from this CD that you might have, but you might have all of them. CD number three, we haven't started yet, so I can't tell you which examples for sure are gonna be on the final exam or which ones aren't gonna be on the final exam. So again, you'll have to wait and find out, yeah. For the listening examples, are you just gonna start it at the beginning of the track and ask us to recognize who wrote it and what the song is or like what? I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. For the listening examples? Yes. How do you pose those questions on the test? Like, how are they asked? You better come on Thursday and talk about that because I want to at least show you a little bit of a video for today's class. Or we won't have covered any class material at all in this class, and I'm going to have to tell you that we won't have the midterm on Monday. We're going to have to wait until Tuesday to have it. And that's only today that I would tell you that. And after all of that, I don't have the right DVD here. It got left down in the room where that thing came from. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Today's class is a washout, and let me then try to answer that question. Sorry, what was the question again? For the listening examples... How will the questions be asked? Oh, how do you test for listening examples? Okay. I will play a listening example. And for purposes of the exam, the first one I play will be example one, no matter what number it is on the CDs or on the library listening examples. And you will have a, a place on page one of your exam that says example one. And then there will be a series of questions about it. And I will normally ask you for every listening example, what culture area does this come from? And you'll have a choice of, for this exam, East Asia, South, Southeast Asia. Well, I guess there's only two, two areas, aren't there, for this exam, East Asia and Southeast Asia. So that's pretty simple. And then I'll ask you what country, culture, or ethnic group does this example come from? Oh, um, country, well, we'll have covered, so far we've covered China, China, Korea, and Japan. When we get into Southeast Asia, we might cover um, 
um, Indonesia and Burma and Laos and Cambodia and a bunch of um, places. So we'll have to know where those examples are from. But some things are particular to ethnic groups. So for instance, the last example on CNE number one is from China and actually from the, uh, the Republic of China on the island of Taiwan, but the source of it is not Chinese people, but the Bunun people, Taiwan aboriginals. Oh, you didn't remember that? Okay, take another look at your notes. It tells you that. And so if you had to identify that one, ethnic group would be the most appropriate because nobody else in China does that song, nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody. And if you went to China and played a recording on the street corner, nobody would know where it was from or who does it or why. It's a different culture. It's a different music culture, even though the people live within the political boundaries of one Chinese country. And so in that case, it would be an ethnic group, the Bunun. Now, we will have some examples like that from other areas of Asia, too. Musics of minority peoples, of peoples without a country of their own, um, and so forth and so on. So, so far we have only had one example of music where it's important to know the ethnicity of the people performing it. Wine madness, anybody can do it. Anybody in China does do it, although probably just about everybody who does it is Han Chinese, that is the majority Chinese people in China and so forth, so forth and so on. Now, I haven't done any good by answering that question, have I? Because that just makes you more confused. Don't worry, there's only one of those so far. And if there are more in what we cover between now and the midterm, assuming we cover anything between now and the midterm, I will tell you. So we'll see you tomorrow, and let's hope that we can finally see a DVD again tomorrow.